the Clarence Talk Dipsaws Podcast. I'm Johannes, your host. And we're looking at the beautifully paved and lined road that is Lorraine from the Youth House here at St. Clarence. It's been a while, and I say that every time I make a podcast, so I apologize. But today, I'm going to talk about my experience in the great Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. Went away for a little, just a little weekend, just to get away from all the, the madness. I did, you know, I, we were in uh, Gatlinburg, but we didn't interact with Gatlinburg, basically. We were in a little cabin in the mountains and then enjoyed the nature trails in and around it. There's that national park. They have a great Smoky Mountain National Park, so we enjoyed that. It was a great time. So we're going to get into that today, talk about a little bit about the experience there. But before I do that, today is indeed John Paul II's feast day, St. John Paul the Great, as some call him. I'm one of those people. I think he's a phenomenal figure in the history of the church. A lot of contributions to the church. He was Pope from uh, October 16th, 1978, until the 2nd of April, 2005, when he died. He was canonized on April 27th, 2014, by Pope Francis. He's noted for his devotion to Mary, and also his theology of the body, which we at the youth group here just went through a five-week a uh, group study on this with the with the teens. It was a fantastic five week journey going through theology of the body, and it taught it brought up some big conversations. Some good questions were asked. It was a phenomenal time, and I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of hard work. I spent the entire summer praying about it, doing some research. I went. I did the uh, virtual theology of the body conference, and so it was a bit. It was a big. Big process to get this going, a lot of prayer, and it was an amazing five weeks. Great discussion, great question. And it's so important that we teach theology of the body to the people because theology of the body goes over more than just sex. Sex is a big part of theology of the body, but theology of the body helps us see where kind of everything connects. You know, we, we ended up discussing, you know, social media and stress, anxiety. We discussed abortion. We discussed homosexuality. We discussed, we discussed marriage and vocation and, and, you know, caring for nature and things that, that, that we're supposed to do with our bodies. It was great, a great five weeks, uh, hard five weeks, but a great five weeks of, of going through St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body. St. John Paul II is, is a very big saint in my life that I, you know, ask for his intercession often, and especially during this uh, study for the Theology of the Body group study that we were doing for the past five weeks, but a phenomenal figure in the history of the church. And so I just wanted to bring that up briefly, since it is his feast day today, St. John Paul II, pray for us. Lots of stuff going on, and we could definitely use your prayers. But on to the Smoky Mountains, which is a great transition because St. John Paul II loved nature. He was—he often took uh, groups of young adults into the mountains to ski and just to relax, teach, so yeah, great transition here, Smoky Mountains. We went to Smoky Mountains over the uh, last weekend here and to get away from the madness a little while, just take a little break, burn another vacation day, you know how that goes. Use them or lose them. And so we went and we avoided Gatlinburg because that's where everyone is. It was crazy, barely any social distancing there. So I'm glad we avoided that. 
and we just stayed in a cabin, and we enjoyed the National Park, the Great Smoky Mountain National Park in Tennessee near the, well, I guess it also goes into North Carolina there, right across the border. And we did some hiking, and we climbed uh, one of the mountains, one of the mountains on the ridges there. It was hard. It was not an easy trek. I had my knee sleeves on. I looked like an old man. But, yeah, it was a great time. But it was hard work. And there were several times along this climb where I saw this beauty, and I took some amazing photos of the amazing nature and how we're so blessed to have these national parks in this country and to be able to enjoy nature. And such beautiful shots. But this trek up this mountain was not easy. There were several points where I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm about to tell the group we got to stop because I'm tired, because my knees are sore. I'm, I'm, drip, I'm getting dripped on, and I thought it was you know just dew on the trees or something. No, it was my sweat dripping on my shoulders from my head. That's how hard this was. This climb was not an easy climb. I mean, it was, it was, I'm not saying I was like climbing rocks and things. It was a trail. So I'll say that, but it was very steep at, at times. It was very hard. It was a hard, I think, two miles or so that this, this trail was. But it was fantastic. And the end result, when we finally got to the top, was worth it. It was worth it. That climb was absolutely worth it. It was hard. A lot of sweat. I had to stop a couple times just to catch our breath. I could feel my heart beating against my chest a couple of these times. I just had to stop, drink some water, and just and rest. And there were times, like I said, that I was like, okay, this I'll wait. <laughs> I'll just hang out here and enjoy nature and then let them climb on. But I climbed on. And it was cool because the people that were coming down were motivating us. They're like, hey, you're almost there. Keep going. You're doing awesome. And it was so cool. Just to have people so kind and so motivating, like, hey, you know, you're almost there. You know, just, you know, 10 minutes left, 20 minutes left, 10 minutes left. You're almost there. Good job. Like, it was so cool to, to have people interact that way. So we get to the top of this gorgeous view, this gorgeous view of the Smoky Mountains. And you just have to bask. You have to bask in God's glory when you're up there. You really do. I mean, it's... You just look at it and marvel. Those are, those are beautiful, beautiful moments with our Lord when you're just marveling at his creation, marveling at it. Those are very powerful moments for me, and I'm sure those of you that are listening have also had similar moments, hopefully, where you just have to bask in God's glory. You just soak it in. It was phenomenal. And of course, at some point, we had to go back down. And that was actually a hard trip as well. Coming up was difficult and then going down. But the roles changed, right? So we were going down. And of course, the ankles and knees were just so taxed. But now we were the ones encouraging the people climbing up. It was like a role reversal. And on the way up, we were the ones being encouraged on the way down. And so that was kind of cool. But it, it, even though the trip down was d generally difficult, not as hard as going up, but still very difficult. And after that, it was such a satisfying feeling. It was hard. I was tired. 
my knees were like screaming at me and I was exhausted, but I felt so accomplished that hard work, perseverance, basking in God's glory, it was all worth the hard work. And that is such a small, minuscule example of what heaven will be like. Where we'll be basking in God's glory, singing His praises, intercessing for people that need prayer in front of our Lord. The journey to sainthood is difficult. This life is not easy. Being a Catholic is not easy. Even, you know, it's so, it's so easy to say, well, society doesn't make it easy. But even when, you know, Christendom, Christendom was a thing, Christendom was a thing, it was still not easy. <laughs> sure, you had other people that are agreeing with, with your views or going through the same struggles, acknowledging the same struggles, but it didn't make it any easier. Sainthood is difficult. Praise God that we get the graces that we need to sustain us throughout this journey so that we can one day bask in His glory and sing His praises in heaven. But the journey's hard. But the feeling after accomplishing a goal, after a difficult journey, the feeling makes it worth it. The sense of accomplishment and fulfillment, there's the sense of completeness of dissatisfaction. So that mountain climb is such a small example of what that climb to heaven is. That's such a small example. And the, the, the other day, the, uh, the day after that, we, we went on another trail to go to some waterfalls, beautiful waterfalls. And again, just breathtaking views, trees, nothing but trees, because this is an older mountain range. So, you know, the nature has weathered these, eroded these mountains down to the point where trees can now grow on them. So you just see nothing but trees everywhere. Just glorious. In the next couple of weeks, these trees are going to change colors because it's fall and it's going to be absolutely marvelous. But either way, it was still an amazing sight. And again, just basking in God's glory. And we got to the waterfall. It was so cool. I did a little exploring. I climbed down and explored the stream uh, underneath the waterfall and saw a salamander. That was kind of cool. And just basking in God's glorious creation. And on the way back, we ran into this family that was you know, also walking back. And this boy slipped. <laughs> this was... I'm not laughing at the fact that the boy slipped. The boy slipped, and he said, oh. And then he said, he said, but Dad, you didn't hold my hand. And it was the cutest, most hilarious thing. And I was like, yeah, there you go, Dad. He's going to blame you right away. And everyone was laughing. And it was such a cute moment. But then I thought, how many times do I talk like that with God? <laughs> how many times do I talk to our Father in Heaven? Like, but Dad, you didn't hold my hand. You know, he was, he was walking off the path on a steeper part of the trail, and so he slipped. But the cool thing is he immediately called out to his father. Now he 
chastised his father. <laughs> he didn't hold my hand. Way to go, Dad. But he immediately turned to his father. And it just got me thinking, like, wow, how many times do I do that with God? But the fact is, he still turned to his father. And the lesson for me here was, yes, sometimes I speak this way to our Lord, expecting God to just always carry me because evidently I don't have free will. Newsflash, we do. And so God lets us walk off the path a little bit because of free will. And he wants us to always call back to him. Yes, he would love for us to always say, God, I messed up, I'm sorry. But I feel like he also finds joy when we say, God, you didn't hold my hand. Because regardless of us chastising God, hey, you didn't hold my hand here, (laughs) you let me go away. The fact that we're still turning to him as opposed to simply rejecting him or dismissing him and, and carrying on is good. Because what that allows is, is reconciliation. God, you didn't hold my hand. God, you didn't carry me. And then that's where our conscience and our examination says, okay, well, why didn't God hold my hand? Was I following him? Oh, yeah, I kind of went off the rails there. Ooh, okay, okay. God, I went off the rails there. I'm sorry, and I, and I pray that you continue to keep this relationship going. So even though we're chastising God in that moment, God, you didn't hold my hand, the fact that we're acknowledging that relationship is good. It's, it's a mustard seed moment, if you will, when Jesus talks about mustard seed. You just need to have the faith the size of a mustard seed. It's a mustard seed moment. It's a tiny thing. We're, yeah, we're chastising God for not carrying us and, and you know, holding our hand the whole time. But the fact that we acknowledge God alone is enough to change our ways, to mend our ways and get back on the path. Because what did the boy do? The boy said, Dad, you didn't hold my hand. But then the boy went out and grabbed his dad's hand and got back on the path. Because dad stopped and reached out his hand. Because God does the same thing. We say, God, you didn't carry me through this. God stops, extends out his hand, and seeks to put us back on the path. So that was a cool little lesson for me when we were walking back from the waterfall. And I'm hope and that's why I'm sharing it with you all. And I hope that you find this lesson helpful to not be so hard on yourself all the time. Because I think that's one of our greatest weaknesses is how hard we are on ourselves. Sometimes we do have to be hard on yourself. Tough love is a thing. Even self-tough love is a thing. But sometimes, often, we are very hard on ourselves. And especially for those that have progressed in the spiritual life and doing great things and just think, oh my goodness, I always have to talk to God a certain way and do, you know, to... no. The fact alone that you acknowledge God, even though you chastised him, 
is enough to bring you back on the path. God extends out his hand for us, even though we're yelling at him. Dad, you didn't hold my hand. He extends his hand and helps us back on the path. So that was a cool little lesson in the Smoky Mountains that I just wanted to share with you all. And I hope to return because it's gorgeous. If you have not had the opportunity to go to the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee, oh my goodness, beautiful. It's about an eight-hour drive. And these mountains are serious. I mean, it's some of these roads in these mountains are serious, but worth it. Worth it. If you go, if you can go during the week, highly recommend because it does get very, very crowded on the weekends. Very crowded on the weekends. And speaking of mustard seed, this is a great transition again to our next. Uh, so we got coming up at our life nights. We're going to be talking about the parables. It's the Life Teen series, long story short, that we'll be going through. And so I'll be talking about some of these parables on the podcast. Next week I'll be talking about the Good Shepherd and talking about that and some other things coming up in youth group. And and we're just, God has been so good this semester. We've had a really good semester. Uh, COVID is, is a thing and we've, we've modified how we operate with our youth, youth ministry here. But we've been blessed. Uh, shout out to God. Amazing. And so I hope you're all doing amazing. And to preview this Sunday's gospel, the greatest commandment, I leave you with this, which I leave with you every podcast, is to love God and love neighbor. Peace. Peace.